0: you open your bible to Mark chapter 10 today how many have your bibles just say amen if you have your bible come on tell me you tell me you brought the word of god with you today amen Mark chapter 10 verse 27 but Jesus looked at them and said with men it is impossible but not with god for with god all things are possible. Would you say those last six words with me out loud strongly together? Come on. With God all things are possible. One more time a little bit stronger. With God all things are possible. Father, we believe that today. We believe that you are the God of the impossible. And I pray that today, Lord, as we open your word, read your word, hear your word, study your word, God, that you would cause the impossible to begin to grow and and germinate so that the possible would come forth in our lives. Bless us today. Teach us today. We give you thanks and we give you praise. Amen. Does anybody know a good joke? Any of our young people, any of our kids, you know a good joke? Anybody? Anybody? Well, I happen to have a joke book here, so I guess I'll tell the jokes today. Let me ask you this one. Now, if you were here in 815, you're not permitted to tell the answers. Some people, they come to both and then they're going to tell all my answers. Don't tell the answer. What's brown, hairy, and wear sunglasses? A coconut. Or Pastor Moses at the beach. <laughs> What's brown, hairy, and wear sunglasses of coconut? See? You're not a child. you got to get the child see? What's a lumberjack's favorite month? September! You with me? No groaning from this section in the peanut gallery over here. Why did the tree fall asleep in the, in the lumber yard? He was bored. Hmm? How about this one? Why did the why did the banana go to the hospital? He wasn't peeling well. Yeah. Do you know what a cow's favorite cheese is? No. Mozzarella. You can't tell the answers. You were here in the- mozzarella don't you tell anymore my answers McKenna why do spiders excuse me what do spiders eat with hamburgers french flies do you like she liked that I thank you you ever had a french fly do you like them how do you know you never ate one? <laughs> French flies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Oh, help me. What do you call a fish with no eyes? Fish. See, it didn't. I, I should have let that one go. I'm not Paul. Okay, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Just a couple more. A couple more. What do you call pigs that want everything? Get it? get it what position does a pig play in baseball Reagan short slop do you know what they put on a criminal pig handcuffs and how did they know when the, st- the farmer stole the pig well the pig squealed of course All right, I'm done, I'm done. Have you ever seen a pig fly? How many have ever seen a pig fly? What was it like, Robert? Pretty heavy? Well, I've never seen a pig fly because pigs can't fly. Pigs can't fly because pigs don't have wings right? I've entitled the message today, When Pigs Fly. That's actually a saying that a lot of adults use, moms and dads and grandparents. They say, well, when pigs fly, what they're actually trying to say is, never, because pigs don't fly, do they? Pigs don't have wings. Birds have wings. Pigs don't fly. Unless you're Orville. Here's Orville. And Orville doesn't even know that he doesn't have wings and that he can't fly. He thinks he can fly. I can fly. I can fly. Orville thinks he can fly. There's Orville, the flying pig. Uh-oh. Well. Come on and welcome Orville to Sunday Church today. Wow. So you think you can fly, huh? I believe I can Today I want to tell you a story in the Bible when a pig flew. Yeah. I know you're probably thinking, You know, I don't really remember reading anything about a pig flying in the Bible. Hang with me here today. You're right. This isn't a literal pig like Orville flying, but it's something that happened in the Bible that was so incredible, so spectacular, so absolutely amazing. It was like a pig flying. God made the impossible possible. That's like making a pig fly, isn't it? Do you know the the Bible is actually filled with flying pigs? (laughs) When God made the impossible possible. Anybody remember the Red Sea? How many many kids remember the Red Sea? Moses and the Red Sea, y'all remember that? What happened with the Red Sea? There we go. Reagan, tell me. It's split in half. That's crazy. Oceans don't do this. It's like an ocean. I know they said the Red Sea, but you could not see to the other side of the sea. It was so ginormous. It's like going to Huntington Beach and looking out on the ocean and imagine that the ocean starts standing on its end. And, and just separating itself. And then you have this big path that's completely dry. And you can walk across to the other side. That's what happened. That's crazy right there. That's impossible because water doesn't do that. Oceans don't do that. A pig flew. A pig flew. Anybody remember the, the story of the three Hebrew boys that were thrown into the fiery furnace? Do you remember what their names are, children? Oh, here we go. Come on now, Bible scholar, theologian, say it. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. They were thrown into the fiery furnace because they would not bow to an idol. And so the king said, well, then you're going to get thrown into the furnace. And in fact, they did get thrown into a furnace. What happens when you're thrown into a furnace? You burn. You die. But somehow, something crazy happened And Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, when they were thrown into the fire, they didn't burn up. The only thing that did burn up, you remember? You remember this story? They were bound with ropes. And the Bible says that the ropes burned off, but they didn't burn, and they didn't even smell like smoke when they came out. That's pretty incredible. That's pretty impossible. The fire was so hot that the two people that threw them in, the two guards that threw them in, they were burned to death, and they didn't even get in the furnace. A pig flew. How about Daniel? Anybody know anything about Daniel? When I say Daniel, children, what do you think of? A lion. A hungry lion. Daniel was a prophet of God. He was a man of God, and he refused to bow to the king's order ordinance. And, uh, they tried to make a law that he couldn't pray and he said well I'm going to pray and in fact I'm going to throw open the curtain so everybody can see me pray I'm going to pray all the more and they said you can't do that and they threw him into a pit basically like a hole in the ground and they lowered him in this pit where lions were and they were hungry lions but on the next day the king hollers down Daniel are you still alive? He said, oh yeah, I'm just chilling out down here with the lions. He's petting the lions, right? Maybe he made one of them like a pillow and he cozied up. I don't know. But one thing I know, the lions didn't eat him. And we know that they were hungry because when they hoisted Daniel out of the den, they threw in the rascals that made the mess in the first place and got Daniel in trouble. They threw them into the, the pit of lions, the den of lions, and the lions they just devoured them. Anybody hungry? <laughs> you know what happened? Pig flu. Impossible. Crazy. People were blind and then Jesus prayed for them. Jesus touched them and they began to see People were deaf. They couldn't hear. Jesus prayed for them, and they started hearing. People had leprosy, which caused your fingers to fall off and your toes to fall off and your nose to fall off and sores all over your body, and Jesus would heal them, and they were made whole again. Pigs were flying all over in the Bible because God was making the impossible possible. And I wonder if I have anybody here today that believes that God can still make the impossible possible in your life because He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. He does not change. He will not change. He cannot change. He is the God of the impossible. I'm trying to blend this to be kid-friendly but still preach to the adults here too. You know, I told you some jokes a little bit ago. Well, I tried. McKenna liked it. All that counts for me You know why I did that? I like to laugh How many say I like to laugh? I hope you like to laugh Laughing is my favorite (laughs) This story Was so impossible That when God made it possible People laugh I'm telling you a story today About when a pig flew In the Bible who knows the story of Father Abraham? Any kids you remember of Abraham? We call him Father Abraham. Now, when I was a kid, we used to sing a song that went, Father Abraham had many sons, help me out. Many sons had Father Abraham. I am one of them, and so are you. So let's just praise the Lord, right arm, Father Abraham had many sons, many sons had Father Abraham, you're ahead of me, Rose, I am one of them, right arm only, over you. Ah, So let's just praise the Lord, right arm, left arm, and so on. I'm not going through the whole anatomy here, okay? Do they still do this in children's church? At least some of them know it, maybe. Maybe you want to revive that. The remix. The remix, wicka, wicka, of Father Abraham. (laughs) I can get jiggy with it. That's not hip anymore, is it? I just just totally made a fool of myself, didn't I? What's the hip now? I can get jiggly with it, yes. (laughs) Wait a minute. Father Abraham, the the impossible thing that God did was to actually make Abraham a father. Which in Abraham's mind, that's like making a pig fly. It was so incredible, so spectacular, so absolutely amazing that it made people laugh. If you have your Bible, open it now to Genesis 17. Just a few thoughts, mom and dad. I'm going to encourage these children today, but I believe that you can glean as well. If you are taking notes, jot down just a few thoughts. First of all, Abraham laughed because he was surprised. Genesis 17, 15, look at this. Then God said to Abraham, As for Sarai, your wife, You shall not call her name Sarai any longer, but her new name shall be Sarah. And I will bless her and also give you a son by her. Then I will bless her and she shall be a mother of nations. Kings of peoples shall be from her. Wow. Then Abraham fell on his face and laughed. And he said in his heart, Shall a child be born to a man who is 100 years old? Shall Sarah, who's 90 years old, really, shall she bear a child? (coughs) That's a good one, God. That's funny. Abraham laughed because he was so surprised at what God said. I mean, let's face it. He was 100 years old. You ever met somebody a hundred years old? That's like old. A hundred years old. Not many people live to be a hundred anymore. But if you do, that's just blessing of God and that's bonus from God. The Bible says we have about 70 or 80 years while we're on earth. That's like an average. Some people live beyond that and it's just the blessing of God. It's a bonus from God. Only God knows that calendar day when we're going to die and then we go to heaven. But a hundred years old? And he already had a son, not by Sarah. Sarah couldn't couldn't conceive children. She couldn't bear children. And so he had a son through Sarah's uh, like maid They called her a handmaiden, but she was just like her assistant, and she was her help throughout life. And her name was Hagar. Can you say Hagar? Hagar. That was uh, the handmaiden of Sarah, and she bore Abraham a son, and his name, how many know what his name is? Any of the kids know? I hear mom and dad whispering it. Listen, Ishmael. Ishmael. That was his son. And so Abraham, he's laughing. He's like, "Uh, God, maybe you're talking about Ishmael. Yeah, I'm sure that's what you meant. Trying to convince God that what he said he didn't mean. We do that sometimes. God said, no, I'm not talking about Ishmael. I'm not talking about Hagar right now. I'm talking about your wife. I'm talking about Sarah. Abraham thought he was past the age of having another child. And so it made him laugh, completely surprised by what God said. I love surprises. Don't you love surprises? Has your mom and dad ever just surprised you? And they said, get in the car, we're going to go to the Dairy Queen or something like that. Those are my kind of surprises right there. When I turned 40, eight years ago, (laughs) wow, I'm closer to 50 now. Wow. I'm distracted now thinking about going to 50. When I turned 40, McKenna, my wife, my family, and a lot of the people in this church today, they planned a surprise party for me. I thought she was just going to take me out to dinner, you know. It turns out she said, oh, no, we got to swing by the church. Well, we swung by the church, quote, unquote, right? And in the chapel, it was just filled with people that uh, we love, and that uh, they love us, and and they surprised me for my 40th birthday, and I'm telling you, we laughed all night long as a result of that surprise, we've got pictures, they put crazy hats on us, and made us dress up, and dance, and all kinds, it was great, I love surprises, my father-in-law came not very long ago this past year, and we had all, had everything planned out on what we were going to do. We were going to go to San Diego. We were going to take him to Reagan Library, this, that, the other. And, and he comes and he says, well, I've never been to Las Vegas. I kind of want to go and see Las Vegas. And I'm telling you on a dime. We turned everything, changed everything. Karen comes up to my office and says, we're leaving right now. We're already packed. Come on and get in the car. We're going to Vegas. And I lost all my money not really. I don't gamble. I promise you I don't gamble. I don't play the games. I was just funning with you for a minute. I don't. I promise you. My hand to God. I don't do all that. I'm just having fun right there. But we went, and it was so fun. It was a complete surprise. I, 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 halfway there, I'm still transitioning in my mind. We're not going to San Diego. It was a surprise, and we laughed all the way there. We put in a video, and it was so fun, and we just laughed the whole way. I love surprises. Do you like to be surprised? We flew to Indiana for our spring break just this few a few months ago, a month or a half ago or whatever it was. This spring break, flew to Indiana, didn't tell one soul we were coming. I've got my dad and my three sisters that live there and lots of aunts and uncles. We didn't tell one family member that we were coming. We just arrived with all of our luggage. <laughs> I promised you, that's what we did. And the Monday that we snuck in, crept in, we're like, how are we going to do this? Well, we'll start here and surprise this one, and then we'll surprise the next one. Monday was filled with one surprise after the other, and I'm telling you, we laughed and had so much joy through these surprises. Do you know that God wants to surprise you? God loves to surprise us. And when God surprises us, it might make us laugh. I want you to let God, kids, hear me today. Let God surprise you with something big. Something incredible. Something maybe even impossible. I bet it makes you laugh. Abraham wasn't the only one who laughed. Sarah laughed. Flip over to Genesis 18 now. And look at verse number 9 with me. Then they said to him, let me tell you who they are, three visitors come. Scholars teach us that very likely this was the Lord and two angels. But three visitors are here. They're talking to Abraham. They said to Abraham, where is Sarah, your wife? And so he said, here in the tent. And he said, I will certainly return to you according to the time of life. And behold, Sarah, your wife, shall have a son. Now Sarah was listening in the tent door, which was behind him. Now Abraham and Sarah were old, well advanced in age. And Sarah had passed the age of childbearing. So therefore, Sarah starts laughing there in the tent. Sarah laughed within herself, the Bible says. And she says in her mind, maybe whispers out loud to herself, After I've grown old, shall I have pleasure, my Lord, being old also? Sarah laughs because she can't believe it. She can't believe what she's hearing. Abraham's laugh was a little different, just complete surprise. Sarah's laugh is in complete disbelief. She had tiptoed over to the doorway. <laughs> I know I probably shouldn't be listening in on my husband and the three visitors that came, but I can't, I can't contain myself. And so she's eavesdropping just a little bit. And she hears them tell her husband, your wife, Sarah, now wait a minute, how'd they even know my name's Sarah? Because it just got changed. She was called Sarai. But all at once, these people who they'd never met knew her name had been changed. There's probably one little uh, surprise right there for her. But he goes on and says, your wife is going to have a son. And she starts laughing because she can hardly believe the words that the Lord and these angels are saying. After all, Sarah is 90. Her husband's 100. There's a 10-year age difference. But she's 90 years old. Let me tell you something. 90-year-olds don't have babies. She was past the age of bearing children, wasn't she? She had never had a child. She would longed for a child, but she never did conceive. She was never able to bring a child for Abraham. It was just too hard for her now to believe. She had already given up hope. She had already let, it, let this dream go. Her reaction, she laughed. She laughed within herself, the Bible tells us. She laughed because she doubted. She laughed maybe because she was afraid. She laughed because she thought, this is impossible. There's absolutely no way that this can happen, not at 90 years old, not at this stage of the game, not at this stage of life. For some people, the impossible is just too unbelievable dare to believe today young people that God could do something crazy impossible through your life so we have abraham laughing right we have sarah laughing there's one more place in the bible that talks about laughter with this story of the pig flying and it's found in genesis 21 Others will laugh because they are happy. Verse 1 of Genesis 21, And the Lord visited Sarah just as he said he would, and the Lord did for Sarah just as he spoke. For Sarah conceived and bore Abraham a son in his old age at the set time of which God had spoken to him. Wow. God made the impossible possible. Abraham called the name of his son who was born to him, whom Sarah bore to him, Isaac. Then Abraham circumcised his son Isaac when he was just eight days old, as God had commanded him to. Now Abraham was 100 years old when his son Isaac was born to him. And Sarah said, look at this, God made me laugh, and now... All who hear about this are going to laugh with me. That's so good. She also said, Who would have said to Abraham that Sarah would nurse a child? For now, sure enough, I have borne him a son in his old age. And I think she started laughing about it again on that day. She laughed in the doorway of the tent because she couldn't believe it. Now she's laughing in happiness. Now she's laughing in joy because it actually came to pass. And as she's thinking about it, she's thinking, I'm not going to be the only one laughing about this. Everybody in the village, all of our family, they are going to be filled with joy. They are going to be filled with happiness. And they are going to laugh with us at the impossible that God made possible that day. Come on, somebody. We serve the God of the impossible. With man it is impossible, but not with God. For with God all things are possible. Can you imagine the family? They would all given up hope as well. She's past the age. She's old now. That's funny. I don't care who you are. That's funny right there. A 90-year-old woman having a baby, a 100-year-old man being a father again. (laughs) Ha-ha, that's funny. Makes you feel with joy. That makes you feel with laughter. God wants to do the impossible through your your life, through your life and laugh. (laughs) Knock, knock. Knock, knock. Impatient cow. Moo. Sorry, I couldn't resist. You want me to close this, don't you, and be done. All right. Impossible. Wow. Pigs flying all over the place. Where's Orville? Whee! Pigs flying all over the place. Come on, shoot him over there. Shoot him over there. Pigs flying all over the place. Come on, somebody shoot him over there. Shoot him a little bit. Shoot him a little bit. Pigs flying. That's crazy. Help him, Mom. There you go. That'll do. That'll do. Pigs flying all over the place. Come on, Keisha, throw it over there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pigs flying. You can just throw him. That's all right. That's horrible. There we go. Come on, Mia, throw it to the back there. Pigs flying all over this place. Pigs aren't supposed to fly. Pimo, come get on a guitar or piano for me a minute. Pigs aren't supposed to fly. They don't have wings. But I'm just telling you today... The Bible's filled with flying pigs. The impossible becoming possible. Josh, hear this today, my friend. With man, it's impossible. But with God, help me, help me, help me. All All things. things. Come on, stretch your hand toward Josh right now. We thank you that you are the God that heals cancer. Hallelujah. Lift your hands, Josh. Come on. I know we've prayed for you many times, but I'm going to keep on praying for you until I, I, I believe that God will complete this work and brain cancer is gone. Help me, church. Come on. With God, all things are possible. Here's a friend of ours. He's in our service right now, believing for a miracle. With God, all things are possible. God, make a pig fly in Josh's life. Ah ha, ha. Woo. Wow. Let me have your attention as we wrap things up today. One of the most impossible things that could happen today, it could start today. I don't know what other impossible thing God might do through any of us, but one crazy, big, impossible thing that God does, and He does it so well takes his big hand from heaven and he reaches it down and he puts it on the inside of us and he takes our heart in his hand and he begins to wash it and clean it pretty crazy who could reach into your into your body and do that right he does it in the spirit realm God wants to take our hearts and clean them. Because we were born with dirty hearts. The Bible tells us that we were born into sin. All have sinned. And we all fall short of God's glory. And because we're all then sinners, we say things wrong, we do things wrong, then we need forgiveness of our sin. So God gave us Jesus, his son. And you all know the story of Jesus dying on the cross? When he died on the cross, it was so that all of our sin could be forgiven. So are you ready for God to do an impossible thing right now, today? He will only clean your heart if you ask him to. That's the That's the catch. He doesn't just automatically wash everybody's heart just because they're dirty. But when we say, God, I have a dirty heart. I've sinned. I've done wrong. And I want you to forgive me. Then he comes and he does that. It's really impossible. You can't do this in 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 yourself, on your own. I wonder if there's anybody here today you would like God to do this impossible work cleaning your heart forgiving you of your sin if you would like to accept Jesus today as your Savior and as, a, as your Lord and ask Him to forgive you of your sin I want you to raise your hand right now all over this room I'm not asking you to bow your heads amen there's hands going up You want Jesus to forgive you of your sins. You want to accept him as Savior. Thank you. Pastor Becca, I want you to come and help me with this. And Would you pray? Lead lead those today who desire this. Amen. Lots of people wanting God to forgive them.
1: You know, the amazing thing about God is that he forgives us but then it's our choice to accept his forgiveness and to say, thanks God, I accept you and I believe you are my only way and then it's our choice to follow him every day and there's a lot of you who've already said that prayer you've already asked him to forgive you of your sins your name's already written in his book you are already an inheritance of his life and you are one of his children there's some of us here today who aren't sure and so we're going to do it again or maybe for the very first time and in kids church a lot of times we tell them to close their eyes and bow their heads but sometimes we do it with our eyes open we can pray to God with our eyes open it's a really good idea when you're in the car to pray with your eyes open but you know what it's also important that we take a step of faith and we we show God we mean it so I'm going to ask you if you raised your hand that's a brave step in front of everybody with their eyes open but now will you stand up too stand up too be brave stand up with me there's no limit on how old you have to be or how many times you have to do it maybe there's some of you you just want to stand up and confirm one more time God I thank you again for my salvation so if you want to thank him again stand up too But if nothing else, raise your voice. Let's be with, Let's, let's join together with these. With your eyes open, raise your hand and say, God, I believe that without your help, I will be separated from you.
0: My sin
1: will consume me and I will be away from you. Jesus, I believe your death the way for my life. Your sins covered mine. I mean, your blood covered my sin. You washed me clean, and I'm now your child, God, a brother or sister of Jesus. up with me stand up stand up you have to rejoice the god who saved you from death see here's how it goes jesus just gave you new life and you just celebrated thank you for my new life if that doesn't make you happy A million won't make you happy if you can't celebrate that your eternal separation from God has been a family reunion. So you know what? Close your eyes now and imagine that you get to go up to God and give him a big old hug and he hugs you back and he says, "Welcome home, my child." I can't even I can't even wait. He said today it will be soon. Aren't you excited to go? God we right now Mm, yes Lord we stand right now God and I am picturing those who I know who are still lost and I'm going to stand in their place right now God I'm going to ask you to use me to use my salvation to encourage them to find salvation I pray that you would put a fire in the hearts of these saved ones to go to the ones that are lost and pull them out of the separated place. Bring them to you. God, it's a job only you can do to do the saving, but we can pull them to your presence. We can share your love with them. And God, I ask you to burn a fire in these saved ones right now. Do not let the ones they love be separated from you. If you agree, raise your hand. I will share your love with the lost one that I see right now. I will be brave. I will no longer hide it. I will speak the truth. That without Jesus, they are lost. God, give me the right words. Make it the right time. So we can celebrate together in heaven. Amen.
0: Come on, everybody, say amen. amen. Perhaps there are those today that would like to plant some seed into our children i'm going to give you that opportunity we're going to take a special offering for VBS. takes a lot to do a four-day crusade like this a four-day outreach to our children but i believe in investing in our kids and i want to give you an opportunity right now to plant some seed ushers would you quickly come get an offering ready Participate in this manner if you could, and if you would like to, if you were willing to, please help us. It will, it will make for a really, really great crusade. Father, thank you that you have blessed us abundantly. We have more than we need, God. And now, Lord, we are planting seed in our children's lives, believing for the incredible, believing, Lord, for the spectacular, Lord, for the absolute amazing, Believing for the impossible, God. I pray, Lord, that our planting would be blessed by you. It would be watered by your spirit and it would produce fruit. Fruit that would last. Fruit that would multiply. And we give you thanks and praise. Praying this now in Jesus' name. Amen. Ushers, help, help me today. Thank you so much. Amen. There we are, there we are, thank you, Orville He's going to need a chiropractor when we're done here today Amen Pigs flying I hope you remember this It's just a simple way of saying We serve the God of the impossible With man, this would be impossible Say it with me one more time But with God, all things are possible amen. Everybody standing, thank you for coming to the house of God today. It has been a joy to be in his house and in his presence. Now now may the Lord bless you and keep you and cause his face to shine upon you. Have a great afternoon, everyone. We'll look for you tonight. Come ready to be a kid, okay?